0: What up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. Guys, I know it's been a while since you've heard my voice. Last episode, we had guest speaker Alan Watts, rest in peace, on the episode talking about why you are a miracle. Today, we're going to talk about what is wrong with dating, and more importantly, we're going to talk about this whole new trend that's going on with guys. It's called MGTOW, men going their own way. Personally, you should have been doing your own thing anyway but we're gonna talk about MGTOW, what's wrong with it, and why truthfully that's ruining the dating scene, because ultimately it's just driving a wedge between men and women. So, we'll be right back after the break. This is your boy, Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center, baby. Let's go! All right, check this out. Summer is very, very close, right? So if you need personal training, you need remote personal training, hit your boy up. You're going to go to www.scintillapt.com. fill out that new client profile form, and we'll get you started in 24 hours. You dig? Welcome, welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So... It's February, or at least at this point, it's we're nearing the end of February. So it was February, and of course, during February we have the holiday, everyone's favorite, Valentine's. Me in particular, I have a love-hate relationship with Valentine's because, okay, I'm a ro- romantic guy at heart, right? I like to do romantic shit. If I have if I have a girlfriend and we're we're serious, I like to do simp quote-unquote simp stuff, right? That's like the big word nowadays. I like to do simp shit for my girl. Um, however, I think when you talk about Valentine's and the actual context of it and what the true objective is for it, at least in today's day and age, it's not its not what it, what it's, uh, what it seems or what it's supposed to be, right? For example, if you take a look and you'll notice in today's dating climate that it's, it's in the pits, obviously, right? Um, however, because of that, marketing and certain stores, jewelry stores and things of like that, their marketing team has now pivoted into a different into a different position, right? So now we have things like Galentine's Day, and this isn't an attack on anyone who's living an alternate lifestyle from the quote-unquote norm. At the end of the day, we're all just doing whatever the fuck we want or at least trying to do whatever the fuck we want anyway, so there's no offense there. But my point is... If, if it is something that is about love, then, I mean, obviously, jewelers have to make their money. But again, if the whole concept of the holidays to purchase gifts like Christmas, I want zero parts. I want no parts of it. What's the point? Please tell me. I mean, I like buying things for people. I like receiving gifts. But if the basis of my relationship is dependent upon gifts, how good they are, and that is supposed to be that is supposed to equate how much love I have for a person. Eh, It's a little shallow, in my opinion. I mean, of course, you know, I'm going to roll with it because, like, hey, that's just what it is. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is Valentine's Day. Like, it's just one day. Like, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Um, but I, I just think the, the notion of it nowadays is, is just off. It's off. Like, if I get a gift that is, like, if I don't get you a Birkin bag, all of a sudden I'm a piece of shit. Like, the other day when I was throwing it down in bed, I was, you know, I was daddy. Now I'm a d- stupid motherfucker. Like, I don't know. that To me, it's just, it's off. But the bigger issue is the wedge that is being driven between men and women in general. Fuck Valentine's Day. F- like, forget about forget about all that other stuff. The biggest issue is just getting to the table. And the problem is people are complaining about what people bring to the table. And I've always found this to be very funny because... Although I do, of course, I have my own standards as well. I find the biggest thing about some people when I I talk to them about these things is that they don't really live those standards either. Like, for example, I may have a conversation with a gentleman or like a friend of mine who may be out of shape. However, their requirement for their woman is for them to be in shape. And I've spoken about this before. I don't even think I need to make an episode on something like this, but just to lightly touch upon the subject, you can't have standards that you don't live up to yourself. That, I mean, I've, I figured that was just the rule. Maybe I didn't get the memo, you know, but that's, I, I think that, that's something everyone can agree upon for the most part, I think. Uh, but nowadays, you'll find a lot of people with these outlandish standards, women as well, like, don't think you're unscathed from this. Like, you also are going to catch this L. Uh, and it, it it doesn't play out well in the dating scene. Because I don't, you know, I don't want to be a Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Kevin Samuels is slowly becoming a household name. Shout out to him. I do like his content. I'm a fan of his stuff. Um, if you don't know who he is, he was a former, I I believe he was a former stylist, now turned into, like, relationship counselor. Um, He's notorious on the internet for his your average at best speech but i want to talk about that and the reason why i want to talk about that is because it's kind of true it's kind of true for example i'll use myself as an example you know i may live now live by myself be very handsome i have a decent amount of money to my name you know we're, we're growing right at the same time though i can't Like, I mean, I could try, like, obviously I'm going to shoot my shot, (laughs) but I would say that a Kim Kardashian type would be out of my league based off of monetary value, right? Which is very shallow. I mean, we're just, we're just going to stick to the kiddie pool end of, you know, of life because that's just where we are these days. Um, But yeah, like, I don't think at this current stage in my life, like, do I have enough charisma and confidence to approach a Kim Kardashian type? Yeah, sure, for sure. Like, obviously, again, I'm going to shoot my shot, close my eyes, spray the Mac in the club, like, I'm going to shoot. But, <laughs> but, again, if we're talking, like, long-term, being, like, the family, I need, I need Kanye money. I don't have Kanye money, at least not yet. I, I will, but I don't have Kanye money yet, so right now I can't do that. Can I hit up like one of the hottest girls in Staten Island? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's that's like that's like an almost definite, you know. I don't, well, depends if she lives in Tomville. Probably, probably not because of her family. That's a whole another conversation. But um, yeah, I probably could. My point is, I I do believe there are some zones that we must be able to work in, and. For a girl, I don't want to say girl, for a woman to have, for example, for a woman to want a gentleman who's making six figures, who's got his own this, got his own that, has accomplished all these things. However, at the same time, she lives with her parents. I don't think you'd be calling shots like that. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's like coming out to the the steakhouse and trying to get a, a Peter Luger steak, but you know you only got enough money for water. And water's free. So that means you ain't got no money. you just at the table. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you can't... I don't, I don't think it would make sense to ask for something like that. Meanwhile, you don't even have a 15% minimum of what would be, I guess, re- required, quote, unquote. Right? So why am I saying this? What is the point of me talking about this? The point is, that is one of the biggest reasons why there is a wedge between men and women. You have, on one side, men who are willingly and openly accepting the I ain't shit role, I ain't never going to be shit role, and I ain't trying to better myself. But yet, at the same time, complaining about women and their high standards. And although I will agree, I will agree with my fellow brothers At the same time, I will also say at least 60% of that would probably be avoided if you stepped up and got on your purpose. And now at the same time, you have women that are asking for these standards, but are, you know, sometimes average at best. Let's just keep it a buck. Hey, it is what it is. Can now, can these two social dynamics go ahead and Date one another. <laughs> I'm saying it like I'm above it, <laughs> but in one form or another, we're all caught in our own like social minutia, you know. So hey, if it don't if it don't fly, if it don't apply, let it fly. That's it. Don't take it personal. I'm just talking shit every week or every two weeks. I just get a t- chance to talk shit. So I'm just talking my shit right now. Uh, but yeah, can these two social social norms date each other? I think so. I think they should because. Social media has become the ultimate the ultimate standard as to how good your life is in comparison to someone else. And then that judgment call is the underlying judgment for all the other actions you take in your life. For example, the girl who wants to be Instagram famous but doesn't really know quite how to go about it other than barely wearing any clothes. I mean, look... I've got a couple booty stars on my Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I'm human. Just like Kanye said. That, you know, is fat. I got I to look. I'm sorry. It's just what it is. But in the long run, is that really what you want to do? And it, it creates, it makes a convoluted image of yourself, number one. And it also distorts what you feel to be what you could obtain in terms of a partner let's just keep it a buck no one wants to fucking die alone all right i don't care how independent you claim to be even myself like right now i'm just living the bachelor life i'm just working creating you know not not in a mode of stasis obviously i'm I'm, the point is to grow um but also at the same time i'm not in a rush you know, like, I've, there's a lot of projects that I'm working on. I'm taking them all one at a time. And I know at least by the end of this year, a good 50% of that list will be completed, and I'll be very happy about that. If, and if I do decide to go into overdrive, maybe I could hit 80%. But again, I'm in no rush. I'm content with at the time frame that it takes for me to grow and flourish. Totally fine. But however, you have people that just want to be in the winner circle immediately, Right there is no more of this grow together, build. Everything is instant. It's a world of being instant. It's we live in a, a, nowadays. We live in a world of what have you done, and why is it worth me being with you? Kind of like it's kind of like an exchange. So this brings about both men and women deciding that they want to be independent. They want to take care of them, themselves. But again, going back to what I was saying before, no one wants to die alone, me included. You know, even with everything that I'm trying to do, sometimes I do think about wanting to have a family. I do have to say, a lot of people that are in relationships drive a hard bargain for me to really rescind that idea. Because let me tell you, I have a neighbor. So now that I work at home mostly, I have a neighbor. And whenever I I have like my quote unquote smoke breaks in my living room, I'll hear like I'll hear my neighbor on the phone arguing. It's always the same conversation over and over again, a conversation, obviously, I will not talk about here, but it like it just reinforces that idea, like, damn, fuck being in a, in a relationship. Like, if that's what I have to st- deal with for the rest of my life, if I'm married, absolutely not. And I don't even think vetting the, your partner can prepare you for the potential arguments and just, you know, casual, eh, fuck yous. Of the relationship. And me personally, that's something I don't want to deal with. However, at the same time, I don't want to die alone. So this brings about what does the dating scene look like for someone who may not necessarily want to commit 100%, if that even makes any sense, because what is the point of being in a relationship if you don't commit, which is also another reason as to why our dating scene is just so abysmal. Because Truthfully, no one wants to commit to anyone anyway. And with these standards, it brings about my ultimate topic, MGTOW, men going their own way. When I broke up with my ex, I was so mad at the world, predominantly, predominantly and subconsciously, I was actually mad at myself. I was mad at myself for allowing my boundaries to be trampled, for me to react the way I reacted in certain scenarios, and for me to ultimately let things dissipate the way it did. It descended into like a crazy, just fucked up relationship. And I take that relationship as not a model for the next one, but a good lesson as to what to look out for both in myself and my partner. Because since that relationship, I have been doing nothing but trying to learn in terms of sociology, psychology, and just human nature as to what makes us tick. In order for me to better curate my emotions so I'm better for the next partner. Because truth be told, if it is something that I do want to commit to, I want to be better for that next person. And I hope the experiences I've had have helped me get to that point. And I hope that my partner is also at that point in their life where their experiences have, has created a better them. But going back to what I was saying, tao men going their own way. No one's trying to do the work anymore. No one's trying to play their rules. Basically, we're all just saying, fuck that shit. I'm doing my own thing. Cyberpunk 2077 is slowly coming to a reality. And you know what? Maybe we'll have robot boyfriends and girlfriends. Who the fuck knows? So we'll talk more about MGTOW, what it is, and why it's ruining everything, in my personal opinion, right when we come back from the break. (laughs) I said bake. This is your boy, Roy, and you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast. Paul Mason is hitting, right, Mason
1: now. Is hitting right now. Mason is right Yo, can he keep that? Yo, can he keep that? Yeah, keep that, keep this whole shit. Keep that. Keep this whole shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Play dead, made dead. Safe, like. When I'm with you, girl, everything just feels so right You move that shit and moving out of sight I love that dress you got I'm careless moving left to right Left to right When I'm with you, I just take flight The way you feel, it just feels so right that dress you got on, girl, is side to side, side, that side That booty moving is be swaying it go left to right, left to, left, right, to right. left to right hey, Only if you got the cake, I throw the door. You know I got it out the world, honey, more. Baby girl, your should just picking off the floor Take it so slow I'll meet you up after your shift We can get some chicken and some ribs Then we take it back to the crib You know I do this when I'm with you I just take flight When I'm with you it feels so right The way you're moving is so out of sight. That dress you got on got that booty moving left to right. Left to right. When I'm with you, I just take flight. When I'm with you, it feels so right. The way you're moving is so out of sight. That booty moving is shaking. it go left to right. Left to right. Shorty, tell me what you ain't. What you sign. I got time, Mercedes M9, wait, that's a be and That poem, my song, got me slurring, shit, I'm telling you All I'm saying, I just take flight When I'm with you, girl, it just feels so right I'm telling you, the way you am moving is so out of sight Got that booty shit is moving, it go left to right, left to right When I'm with you, I just take flight When I'm with you, it feels so
0: That track was called Take Flight by me. I'm almost tired of introducing my music at this point, unless I know otherwise, just assume that it's like my track because I feel like it's really, uh, really egotistical for me to constantly reintroduce my music. But anyway, um, I'm sure I've put that track out before in the past, um, previous episodes. However, I decided to play it again because, um, big announcement. uh, Well, I mean, it really depends on who's listening, but, uh, quote-unquote, big announcement. I'm going to be making music again. Uh, so I wanted to go ahead and put out a collection of songs that I haven't put out on, like, all platforms. Um, I, recent, I had a distribution deal with Human Resources who recently got picked up by Sony, but unfortunately, because I wasn't making music at the time, um, obviously, that fell through. So I'm kind of, like, having to restart all over again. It's like playing one of those games that take really, really long to beat, And then you accidentally delete your data. And then you have to start all over again. So that's me. That's me in in the music sphere. I was like a step away. Or maybe like, I don't know, maybe like three, four steps. But I was pretty damn close. Pretty damn close to getting the ball rolling. And um, I stopped making music. I stopped making music primarily because, uh, again, going back to my relationship. And this, this plays into what I'm talking about. So it's a good way to segue into what I want to talk about. When I was making music, I was in a relationship, and I I think at the height of my music career, where things were really starting to kick off, I also had some like calamity and like some tumultuous time in that previous relationship. And subsequently, when we split, I went and decided like I just wasn't going to make music anymore. Personally, because I felt like a part of me, not her, but a part of me, like from a character standpoint and who I was, I felt like that was gone. So I was like, "Fuck music, this shit is for little kids anyway. Too old to be making R&B and soul." That's what I. That's what I said to myself to try and convince myself otherwise to not make music. Very, uh, very stupid. Don't ever, don't ever discount yourself from doing anything. Honestly, uh, a little sentimental speak here because I am drinking Perot. Um, I think I said that right. I don't think it's French. But, uh, yeah, I'm drinking Perot wine, which is like 13% alcohol. So, hey, if you're trying to get fried on some wine just in time for self-care Saturday, go get you a fat bottle of Perot and enjoy. Again, I'm probably saying that wrong, but the spelling is P-E-R-O-T. So, yeah, look that up. Get yourself a bottle. Have fun. But in this case, since I am fried off the wine, go ahead and be a little sentimental. When you are passionate about something you love and you meet someone and like you start putting your passion to the side and eventually you stop doing it altogether and then you lose both your passion and that person it is all your fault and the reason why i'm saying that is because i what i've now learned is your passion needs to come before everyone or everything if you're working on it right if it's something that you have a goal in you're constantly grinding and working towards it, your passion's got to be first, 100%. Because at the end of the day, your passion's never going to leave you. I mean, in some respects. You would have to be inclined to stop doing the thing because you felt like you could no longer do it at that capacity in order for it to dissipate from you. But as long as you did not have that feeling, that would never happen. So thus, your passion will never leave you. But people can. So just keep that in mind. But when we broke up, I stopped doing everything. And I started just like, started doing my own thing. You know, like for a little bit, like post the breakup, I caught four bodies. Not like a murder. Not trying to indict myself because I ain't do nothing crazy. But like, you know what I mean? Like I slept with four different women. Um, and after that, I felt like it was, it was pointless. And, you know, I still think it was pointless. Um, but I thought it was pointless for different reasons. I personally thought it was pointless because I... I don't want to say I hated women because I didn't hate women. But I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm done with women. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to force myself into celibacy or social celibacy. That's a better way to put it. Because at the end of the day, the only people who want to be celibate are like incels who have convinced themselves that no woman on this earth wants to sleep with them. Which, again... That's totally false. I'm telling you. Look, this is going to sound insulting. But if the most crusty, dusty female can get a man, you, my friend, could get a woman. I'm telling you. It's, look, sometimes it just comes down to averages. Or, you know. Sometimes you just got to get lucky. But either way, it can happen. So there's no reason to be, you know, quote unquote, involuntarily celibate because, you know, maybe you're like 5'5 five, five or some shit. Who cares, man? Somewhere out there, there's some girl that's like 6'3 who loves short dudes. I'm telling you. You, you, just, you just don't give up. You can't give up on that shit. But anyway, I socially stopped wanting to interact with women. And that's the ultimate what the fuck. Because first of all, unless you plan on being a nomad where like you just don't interact with anyone, it's going to be pretty hard to never interact with a woman ever again. And with that being said... Of course there will be opportunities where you will, you know, just be friends, but there will also be opportunities to have, you know, those romantic encounters that you may desire. So to say you're never going to speak to a woman again makes no sense, which is why I don't understand MGTOW, because when I go onto YouTube and like I'll check out these MGTOW videos for shits and giggles and when I watch them, it's an hour of just berating women for the most part. I mean, Yo, don't get me wrong. There are some crusty-ass chicks out there that, like... Yeah, like, you act like your shit don't stink. Which, And, I mean, the same goes for guys as well. But I I think... Touching on that, I think that predominantly goes for guys. Because I do believe there's a majority of women who do try. But I think their standards for what they want fall so short of what they actually are. Which is why they get... uh, They have a bad time in the dating world. You know? But uh, for guys... I think for the most of, most part most of us have just thrown in the towel. Like we're like, you know what? I just don't want to do this. Like I'm just going to make my money, stay home, fucking jerk off <laughs> and play video games. That is not life. That is not life. You mean to tell me I would rather have 20 shitty dates? I mean provided the 20 shitty dates don't go absolutely south and cops are involved and, you know, all that crazy shit. But I'd rather come home after each date and go, well, I'm never gonna speak to her again, than like come home to an empty apartment, no one, you know, nothing's going on, your social life is shit, you're eating, you're overweight, you're playing video games all day, like, nah, dog, that ain't it. So I think MGTOW misses the mark. I do believe guys that fall into fellowship with other men, you know, they do have a social social circle and a support group, which is nice. But again, from uh, as a heterosexual male, like you really don't want to clap cheeks no more, dog. Are you sure? Are you sure? Like you go on vacation and you know the world opens back up and you're in Miami, you're in the club, and this girl's eyeing you down, but you just you gonna be MGTOW? Nah, fuck that bitch. Nah, I I ain't talking to her. She gotta come to me. Bro, she's not gonna come to you. She's gonna grill you. She's gonna scan you up and down, give you like a 10 second window of opportunity, maybe get like a foot closer to you so the proximity is shorter so you're, you know, it's not that obvious to other people. But that's really it. That's all you got. After that, gone. Chance is over. So to live a life where you don't wanna be in a social circle or have any sort of social. Social life is is kind of sad, in my opinion. And that is the ultimate problem with MGTOW because it forces men into a life of seclusion. And guys, we're already lonely as is. You know what I mean? Like, how many of us hardworking men that are diligent on what we're doing day in, day out can say we have a large group of friends? I sure can't. I damn sure can't. And I'm pretty sure a majority of men nowadays won't be able to either. So it's important to at least have a social life where you at least have some females that are just genuinely friends, some women that, you know, you do have your romantic encounters with, and some that, you know, you talk to because they, you know, might be there for the long haul. You never know. My point is, you need, you need that spice of life. No one's saying get into drama with, you know, with bad women, there are bad women out there that you should avoid. And that's true. And there are bad men that women should avoid. Also true. Or, or you know, vice versa, however, you know, for whatever the fuck you like. I don't know. I'm tired of catering, catering you motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, yeah, that's the biggest way to get canceled right there. But my point is, you you can find someone, you know. Um, you, you don't have to seclude yourself from the rest of the world because you feel like, the world hates you, or women are just obsessed with hypergamy, and therefore they will never stay with you. Yo, some some women are down for the cause. I, I, a good friend of mine, also named Richard, and also makes music. You should check out his music. His name is Rich McMichael. Um, he said one. He said something that was that was very smart. He was like, "She's got to be down for the cause. Like she's got to be your, your team. She's got to be team so and so. If she's not team X, Y, and Z, then forget about it." It's over. It's a done deal. So you got to find someone who's down. I mean, no one's saying rush into a serious relationship, but be willing to play the field because at the end of the day, it it is fun if you're willing to take it lighthearted. First dates don't have to be in a fucking interview. Obviously, you have to watch and and pay attention and ask some key questions if you want to go ahead and move forward with things. But, you know, have fun. Live life because you don't want to be 85 or 90 or 95, if you're lucky, on your deathbed by yourself, you know, and all you have is a, is a home nurse wiping your ass. And you're just like, damn, where did my life go? Like, it could have been totally different if I gave someone a chance or if I gave so-and-so a chance. Like, you know those fried, those fried women? <laughs> That's so rude. But you know those girls that were, like, hot in high school and now they're cooked and they, like, pull up into your DMs and they're like, hey, we should get coffee is, like, some next shit. And you look at that message sideways and you're like, yo, where were you like 10 years ago when you were fire? They're thinking the same thing I'm talking about right now. They're like, holy fuck. I fucked up. I'm going to end up alone. I'm not trying to be alone. Let me go hit up the dudes that used to be, that used to be on my ass. I mean, it's too late. It's too late now. You're not going to catch me. But, you know, somebody out there going to be there for you. But, again... You got to be willing to go ahead and try. So with all that being said, where exactly does that leave us? Well, my final thoughts on the whole situation is I truly do believe both men and women can come together into some sort of agreement or at least create some form of relationship that works for both individuals. I don't think on the grand scheme things will ever be quote unquote, the way they used to be. But I think moving forward, we could find some solutions that work best for everybody. At the end of the day, we all just want to be happy and we want to be with someone who understands us to some degree, right? And secluding ourselves from the social world and the world at large doesn't really help that problem either. So that's my final take on the matter. Be willing to step out of your frame and find someone that suits you. So with that being said, this is your boy, Roy. You've been listening to Back to Center podcast. Until next time, les amis, au revoir. Yo!